Hello and welcome to Moth, a Let's Experiment show about finding new homes for the lost and forgotten characters of Marvel Crisis Protocol. I'm your host, Lexa White, and with me this week is Big Blake. How are you doing? Doing good, doing good. Um, for those who may not know you, would you mind introducing yourself? Yeah, uh, my name is Blake. I've been uh, playing tabletop games for over 20 years now. I'm a kind of an older guy. Uh, I started out uh, playing Warhammer Fantasy uh, a long time ago, back when it was still rank and file uh, wargaming. And then I've moved from uh, that to 40K to War Machine, Infinity, Legion, and MCP. Mm-hmm. Uh, not necessarily in that order. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I've been uh, been kind of a, in, addicted to the hobby for a long time now. Fair enough. Um, now, now I must ask you the hardest question of the night. What character not in Marvel Crisis Protocol do you want to see in Marvel Crisis Protocol? Um, I have a, a favorite of mine that's probably not very well known, but uh, I would like a strong guy from the X Factor. Fair um, enough. Strong guy is a fun character. I, uh, as somebody who goes by his real name on on discord and and whatnot the fact that when he was when i was a teenager reading the the x-men comics or i mean the x for x factor comics uh the fact that he could never figure out what he wanted to call himself kind of hit uh, hit (laughs) home yeah and and so uh, he never can figure out a good name for himself and he just kind of goes by what he is it's just a strong guy yeah so I, i like that yeah, he, he would be very cool to have in the game, for sure. Yeah. I think, personally, I think X-Factor as a whole um, would be awesome. I love, like, Havoc and Polaris and, yes. of course, Quicksilver is already in it. But uh, Multiple Man, you know, could be Grunts or whatever. But Yeah, I, yeah. I am a big Polaris fan, um, so I would not be opposed to her getting into the game. Yeah. Uh, I would I would paint mine up like uh, she was from uh, The Gifted, where she's the punk rock uh, version of Polaris. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. Uh huh. So yes. Uh, so now, who did you bring for us to talk about today? I picked um, the one, the only Groot. Groot. Yes. So we have done Groot before. We threw him into Asgard, so we won't be doing that today. But Groot is. A tanky three threat, which is something that's a lot of fun. Yeah, I really do. Uh, I like, um, especially post, um, you know, the standard format yeah. where healing is not as prevalent. I think Groot has a, a lot of room to grow and yep. be uh, kind of a, a star of his own. Yeah, for sure. Uh, giving out healing is important. Uh, self-healing is important. He also gives out that magical root condition, which is super annoying. Yep. Absolutely. Um, so are there any places that jump out to you immediately as places you want to put Groot? So I have, uh, I have two that uh, I really enjoy. Um, the one that, that uh, we'll just briefly go over because it's kind of one-dimensional um, is in, in humans. Uh Love I really me. like me in humans. I love me in humans. Um, with his uh, his spender able to get online turn one, yeah, uh, and then be teleported with lockjaw and just like walk up and uh, 
uh, I have grouped somebody off the middle point on turn one. It kind of sets the tone for the rest of the game. But like I said, it's kind of one dimensional. Um, uh-huh. It's just funnel as much power into him as possible and then let her rip. But uh, the one that I really uh, have been playing lately and I really enjoy is uh, Winterguard with Groot. I. I have been playing Wintergard myself, and yeah, Groot is a very solid choice for them. Yeah, I think that's, uh, that's, he, uh, with or without, uh, his buddy Rocket, I think he does a lot of work in, uh, oh, um, yeah. in, uh, in Wintergard. Mm-hmm. I, I agree wholeheartedly on that. Um, there are a couple other affiliations that I would, I want to bring up at least, and the first one is the new one in the room, Hydra. Yeah. Uh, since they have capped his healing ability to once per turn, uh, on the update, uh, the ability now for him to get an extra heal off by using by giving out the root condition is, I think, something that he does uh, enjoy. Also, the ability to shove off things like incinerate and stuff that he does not enjoy onto other characters with the first part of that ability. Right. Uh, is also really solid. Absolutely. I think that would probably be... Uh, um, <clears throat> I think he would be better um, probably without the Tactics card in, uh, in Hydra. Mm-hmm. Um, just because uh, there's only so much healing the team can do. Yeah. With if everyone on your team is probably handing off conditions and healing, that extra uh-huh. little two points of, of health probably doesn't warrant uh, a card slot, but I do like him in Hydra. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's eternally going to be solid in Criminal Syndicate in Kingpin. Oh, yeah. It's boring, but it's good. <laughs> yes. Uh, I I have run him in there. Um, he's up there with uh, some of the um, some of the better, like, just cheap, tanky guys who you can't get off the point. Um, uh-huh. He just he just walks up and stands on it, and if you throw him off, he just walks back and stands on it and heals himself, and does just kind of keeps scoring. And the value of healing has gone up in the game, so him bringing a healing tactics card to a team that wants to stay actively healthy, yep, is very good. Yes, I agree. Um, I also think he's kind of funny in Shield. Okay, I, I haven't thought about that. Uh, um, just giving Groot aggressive is a fun time. Oh yeah, I guess that makes sense. I was I was thinking of like Eye in the Sky because that's kind of what I equate to yeah. to Shield. But well, uh, also, yeah, aggressive definitely would be good. Yeah, you can also Eye of the Sky towards someone. Oh yeah. Uh, yep, you you don't have to do it away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So it makes so it makes it even harder to get Groot off of a point by just giving him aggressive. Yeah, yeah, and they tend to run um, kind of a gun line anyways. So yeah. having a, a tanky anchor uh, probably doesn't hurt any. Yeah, exactly. Um, I do also really enjoy Inhumans. Um, I think Inhumans are just such a fun affiliation that no one plays. Yeah, they they have, in my opinion, one of the strongest like extract jank uh, yes. setup that uh, that you can find in the game. It's it's up there with the uh, Steve Rogers and the Avengers. Um, 
and they have really, really solid jank on... They have, like, not the best in the game, but, like, good enough jank on all the secures. Yeah, they kind of are... When it comes to secures, they're, like, a jack-of-all-trades. Like, they have... uh, We have four physical on a couple, four energy on a couple. They can do pay-to-flips with the leadership. They can do... You know, with Beast and Quicksilver and Lockjaw, they can do wide scenarios. They can do e-fights with uh, with Ronin and Black Bolt. They yeah. they kind of hit all the all the marks. Uh huh. It is. So they, I think they always slept on affiliation. Um, mostly as I've said before, I think they also the highest brain drain affiliation. <laughs> yeah, I've uh, they've been a pet project of mine for a long time, and. I've never had the success that I think they deserve, and I think that's more due to my playing and not to the affiliation. Yeah. Um, so. Um, I also think... Uh, I think he's also solid in a condition-style Avengers. Okay. Running, like, uh, Quicksilver. Or not Quicksilver, uh, Hawkeye and uh, Widow type deal or yeah that type of stuff and like just being able to get root out for a single power when root is such a powerful condition yeah um it, it really is i think that i think you know everyone looks at like hex and incinerate and you know slow as being you know the some of the good of you know conditions but root is one of those where i guess it, I guess it's kind of like it falls in there with poison, where some characters aren't even going to notice that they have it. Yeah. Um, but the ones that do notice, it's just crippling. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but it it is. Uh... Yeah, I I put it up there for sure on on my list of conditions. Like yeah. Stago is the big number one with a bullet. Right. Uh, and then I actually think I go shock root then incinerate. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I think uh I think Incinerate has um diminishing returns. I think against some teams or some people, like like Malkath, it's it's super important yeah. to get them anybody that's really tanky and has uh like Thanos or anybody that has damage reduction or anything that they can mitigate yeah. already, getting them lower so you can just spike out is a uh, pretty key. But it also doesn't do a whole lot against some people. Yeah. Um, like Carnage, there's only so low you can bring those stats, and it's one <laughs> dice, and they're already there. Yeah, absolutely. Um. So yeah, we've talked about a number of options. Are there any that jump out to you as the one you want to design today? Um, I think I I really do like Winter Guard. Yeah. Um, I think that's that's what I want to work on. Um, for one, I'm I'm kind of uh, on a Winter Guard kick. I've I I'm kind of uh, active in the Winter Guard uh, groups, and uh, I think that they're uh, kind of being slept on. Oh yeah, no, I I I'm currently four and zero with my Winter Guard. Yeah, uh, I think they have uh, they have they have everything that a, that a little uh, group needs to yeah. be successful. Uh huh. And I get to talk about some spice that I have with Winter God. Yeah. Because um, I think there are some really funny things you can do in Winter God. Um, so I think we get the full cast of Winter God in there. Yeah, I don't think there's any reason why you don't um, take all four. Um, I think uh, 
I have varying levels of success with uh, Darkstar. Uh-huh. Um, so there's some games where it just everything clicks and she's she wins the game for you. Uh, she's really good into um, minor control teams where they don't have like just a ton of, of movement where you can uh, once per turn teleport somebody that's been pushed off a point back onto a point yeah. and just, like keep your uh, keep your turns you know your mm-hmm. points you know equal um, the bear um, every time I play somebody they're like oh I don't like the bear he's so uh, he's not very good and then by the end of the game they're like okay the bear is pretty good yeah the bear overperforms <laughs> consistently yeah yeah his, they they don't respect the spender I think they yeah. look at the three physical and they're like oh he's just gonna die well he will he will absolutely die, um, but he's gonna let you know that he was there first. Uh huh. Um, my uh, my dark star uh has been very helpful into convocation. Yeah. Energy attacks into convocation is something that people need to remember. Uh, I was playing against a convocation Hulk, and uh, Ooh. it was between Omega Red and uh, Dark Star. They managed to take him out in a round. Wow. Yeah, they uh I could see that. that he, she uh yeah. I, I I personally every time I try and like reroll um all to get to get a better um deal, it never works. Like I, I tend yeah. to just if I can if I score one point of damage I just keep it because yeah. I every time I reroll it it just fails. No, that was also the same game where Heroes for Hired and uh Combat Keeper got pay- played on the same beam attack. Wow. Yeah, that'll uh that's a lot of moving parts there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't uh, I'm not envious of the timing chart on that one. Yeah. Well, they were on different attacks within the beam. Right. Not on the same attack. <laughs> okay. I thought you uh one guy got beamed and you, you know, comrade keepered and then had him pay for Luke's to come in and double uh, no, so it was it was a three man beam, and so we were like, uh, it was uh, uh, so it's like I had two VIPs in that, so one of them got combat keepered and one of them got uh, heroes for hired. Nice to keep them alive so that they could go back and destroy Hulk. You're right. Yeah. That's that's kind of why you take them, right? Like yeah. that's uh, that's what Red Guardian and Luke Cage are for. Is uh-huh. you pretty much bring them for their tactics card, and then everything they do above that is just gravy. And then for when I'm going wide, uh, I actually tend to go Taskmaster in Winter Guard instead of Winter Soldier. Okay. Just personally, because he plays into their style of game. He does. Um, <clears throat> I think so. I I've run both. Um, uh, cause I have, um, uh, I'm over 50 games at this point, yeah. uh, with Winter Guard and I've tried out almost every character you can think of. Uh, I was kind of obsessed with them for a while. Um, and they, they played a different styles. The one thing I really liked about Winter Soldier was I was running, um, advanced R and D for a while mm-hmm. and using uh dynamo to get two free power and then hand out the power. And he's a, a medium base so he can give winter soldier the the option to hydro tactics on turn one and then double shoot the midline Very which, fair. Is pretty, which is pretty nice but i also think that other than that um taskmaster tends to 
be better suited for them. And um, it kind of depends on how you build your list. Yeah, and I tend to only be playing Taskmaster at 20, which is going to probably be Scoundrels. Right. Yeah, so well, ignores I th- I think he has more benefit on Scoundrels. Yeah, um, I, I do think that uh, running Red Guardian and Taskmaster, who can both ignore cover on Scoundrels, is probably uh, a pretty solid path. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, the other tech I have been playing with, and this is very dumb, but I love it. Because um, it brings some good tech with it, uh, but also has some very dumb tech in it, which is Electra. Okay. Uh, one, you get the ninjas, and I think Winter Guard need a little bit of help on Extract, and the ninjas do that very well. Okay, yeah. Uh, but I just love uh, defensive matrix on a martial prowess defense. Absolutely, <laughs> I I hundred percent. I I was running um, uh, Proxima Midnight for a while. Yeah, I, I felt like I needed somebody fast, but I didn't want somebody like Widow who could just uh, just arbitrarily die. I wanted yep. somebody tanky, and so I was running uh, Proxima Midnight. That is a the, very good pull. I'm going to have to try that. Yeah, uh, it's the same kind of deal, you know. <laughs> get five dice and then make them reroll two, and just hopefully uh, you block enough that they take damage every time. Yep. And so, uh, specifically with Electra, she gets power off of dealing damage uh, with her martial powers. Yeah. Because of the way her outfit blood um, is warded. And right. I think the ancient throwing blades is a really slept on attack. Yeah, I mean it's it's like just a range three mystic. Pierce, right? There's nothing. I mean, that's that's all the way around solid for sure. Uh, Mystic Pierce and Bleed. If you deal damage on turn one, then you can teleport onto a midpoint. Oh yeah. Um, and you can order the teleport and the summon assassin, uh, summon ninjas in a way where if you say ninja walked up to an objective and then immediately handed it off to someone else, turn one. Then you okay. can teleport onto the point, then place the ninjas, then they get their free attack on the person on the point, too. That actually sounds really good. Yeah. I, I kind of like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she's, like, six health on her front side, which is not bad either. Right. Um, I've played either her or Shadowlands Daredevil in all of my lists so far with Winter God, because I think the ninjas just help them out so much. Yeah. My very first roster was uh, my my splashes that I tried to force um, was Panther Panther and uh, Shadowlands Daredevil for double counts blanks with yeah. all the defensive tech and uh, mm-hmm. using the the grunts and Panther speed to try and help score. Yeah, very fair. Um, I I think there are like too many good options for Winter God, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> they are kind of they fall in there with uh, like guardians, yeah. Where they're a really good shell. Um, mm-hmm. So if you want to run, you know, you know anybody really, yeah. uh, anybody because almost everybody will benefit from what they bring. Dynamo uh, protects people very well. Um, Red Guardian, of course, you know, in, in affiliation, uh, Heroes for Hire type yeah. tactics card is always uh, a plus. <clears throat> Electra helps if you're bringing slower characters. Uh, um, you know, or not Electra, Dark Star. Yep. Sorry. Um, and for then, teleporting and for protecting, and you know, they just all around. They just kind of make the team. Yeah. A little bit smoother with the conditioning removal. Yep. 
Um, I I have even played a game with Core Bach, uh, Core Daredevil. Okay. Um, because I have an affection for that piece. Well, you know he got a he got a buffers recently. Oh. <laughs> with the with the release of the Sentinels as being size five. Uh, yes. Devil's Deliverance can actually move them. Uh huh. So. Yep. Uh, but if if I want to pinball Sentinels, I'm going to play Coolbox Red Skull, <laughs> who has two options to do it. Yep, absolutely. He's uh he's really good. Yeah. The the Unleashed Cube is something that people just for some reason don't respect, and it's well the fact very... that he can do it every turn. Yep. Yeah. No, people do not respect Coolbox Red Skull at all. Yep. <clears throat> so what else in uh in in winter guard with Groot do you think we should have? Um so there is a so it's like Groot is going to be hard to get off of a point, exceptionally tanky, going to give some survivability to the rest of our crew, um occasionally going to do a big attack. Um yep. What else do you think we want on I definitely think we want one of the grunt characters. Okay. Um, um, I would probably. I think before this conversation, I would have went with uh, Daredevil. Yeah. But now I kind of want to try Electra. Uh huh. Yeah. People don't think about like how much she gets out of one attack on turn one. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I. I, I was not. I. I keep forgetting that they can just die and throw the uh, token backwards. Yep. Uh, so being able to like grab a token. You know, pass it off to somebody, um, yes. especially um, like something that is close to home, like a hammer or something. I, um, I have multiple times picked <clears throat> up a Montesi book and given it to the bear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Charge beams is always fun for everybody. Yep. <laughs> for everybody, especially <laughs> your opponent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but yeah, now I'm going to, I'm definitely going to have to go try Electra. I think that's, that's the way to go. I think that's the fun option. Uh -huh. I also, they also don't really have any mystic attacks. So just having at least that option, yeah. uh, never hurt. Uh -huh. Um, another interesting option for them, not necessarily the one we, we may want to go with cause it's another slow character. And I think we may want some speed for our splashes here. Uh, but I do want to just, as general Winter Guard tech, I think Supergiant is actually pretty solid. Okay. <clears throat> just to double down on the leadership, or...? Um, she self-heals. Okay. Um, and, uh, she, it's, uh, she just survives so much more than people expect. Um, yeah. And I think this is a team that wants resilience. Yeah, I can see that. And also, think... if you're ever playing a random civilian extract, she can swoop that up from a long way away. <laughs> yeah, there's not a whole lot of those civilian extracts around anymore. No, sadly not. Yeah. Um, Do you uh, have you ever gotten off her devastate intellect? Uh, I have gone off devastate intellect. I have not devoured a mind yet. Okay. It, it seems is, like it would be pretty easy to get like a stagger out of it, though. Yes. No. I have I've consistently done like stun and stagger off of it. Yeah. Uh, which is very scary still. Yeah, absolutely. Uh huh. 
But I, I think there is one we brought up earlier that you pointed me towards that I think is a very good call, which is Proxima Midnight. Yeah, I really do like her. Um, you kind of need somebody that can be a little bit more aggressive or fast. Um, mm-hmm. And so one of the things that I, I didn't like uh, in the beginning that I was firmly against, I thought it was super dumb, and I've since changed my mind on is a uh, dark stars card. Yes. Um, and Proxima benefits from that. Oh yeah. So I think that, uh, she's, she kind of ticks all the boxes. She's fast. She can, uh, hit fairly hard with a five dice pierce. Yeah. Or her quantum starburst can just drop a ton of uh, conditions on people. Mm-hmm. Um, and she had the reposition tool, uh, she has an attack reposition, which is very good if you're playing one of the single extracts that limits your mobility. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, I think uh, <clears throat> I'd really do like her and, and pretty much anything that we can, uh, when it comes down to it. Uh, I've run a, a, a ton of invulnerable characters in Winter Guard, and yeah. it feels great every time. I can only imagine. And just, we're also doubling up on martial powers characters, which means those zones of control are so much harder to now control. Yes. Yeah, if you get if you get too close, then you trigger the martial prowess, and it's hard to hurt them and possibly take damage back. Yeah. I've actually, uh, I've, I've actually forced a lot of people to just end their, their activation. Yep. Because of, uh, uh, doing disruption field while having power for Marshall Prowse, and they're just like, okay, I'm just not gonna not do the second attack because I don't want to take four damage. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there's there's just again, this is a team that is has no bad options. I think. <laughs> yeah. Which is is a rare thing in this game. Yeah, I do. I I, that's, I think that's kind of why people. I I think people don't really understand them. Yeah. Because uh, they look at them, and they're like, oh, well, they're not, they're not, Killy like Shadowlands or Black Order or Malkath Cabal. Mm-hmm. They're not controlly like Web Warriors or you know, yeah, um, Avengers. But the- they they bring a little bit of everything, and so you can tailor your list, especially oh, with yeah. your splashes, to however you want to play the game. Uh-huh. Uh, it is, uh, they are, I think, the first major mid-range team. Yeah. Because, um, like, even Guardians, who is, like, the closest we get to mid-range before, is very killy. Yeah, they, they can definitely um, uh-huh. spike out, for sure. Yeah, but this, this feels like an honest-to-God mid-range team. I uh, somebody asked me the other day about how I would describe them, and I consider them to be a tempo team, mm, yeah. um, which is it doesn't really carry over to to MCP very well. But I played a bunch of like Hearthstone, and tempo yeah. decks are very common, and I kind of feel like that. Like once you start going, you don't really miss a step. Yeah. Like you. You kind of every one of your activations does something um, that pro- progresses your your hopefully your road to victory. Yeah. Um, even if it's you know double beaming with you know dynamo, and either you do a bunch of damage 
or maybe you don't do a bunch of damage, but you still get a bunch of shocks out. Yeah. Well, that's still making you a little bit better. You know, okay. if you if you attack with Ursa and you do your spender, maybe you do a bunch of damage and daze them. Maybe you don't, and you just throw them and stun them or stagger them. Yeah. And that's pretty good too. Same with Red Guardian. Like no matter what you're doing, mm-hmm. um, you're very consistent. And, you know, you're gonna yeah. hopefully do damage, but if you don't, you still push them off the point. Mm-hmm. You know, like they I ran a bunch of Omega Red in them. <laughs> oh uh, yeah. And he's kind of the same. He's going to give you poison, and he's going to hit you for two damage automatically that you can't stop. Yep. And uh, Then probably he may heal also himself. heal himself. Yeah, absolutely. And I kind of think that uh, the Groot falls in there. Like, yeah. he's going to he's gonna make some attacks, and it is just a, a basic five-dice uh, builder, mm-hmm. which is nothing that's not, you know, not going to impress anybody. But he also is going to heal himself, mm-hmm. or hand out a root or if he has power do a spender which is kind of why i like him in winter guard because mm-hmm. the fact that i have the bear and Groot to um yeah automatic stagger and throws yeah uh, makes me happy in my angry little heart um i do think toad is also very very good in winter guard yes they they definitely need um the extract help yeah, a couple a couple people to help out for that for sure. Uh-huh. And he is just so good generally. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like uh there's there's the reason why he's one of the best twos in the game. Yeah. Every, everyone should be aware of, of how good Toad is at this point. Uh-huh. If not, you can just watch any streamed game online. Yeah, basically. Um But yeah, so we still have two spots left. Are there any characters that jump out as people you want to talk about still? Um, I have one person that I love as a splash. She doesn't have anything to do with Groot, um, so it's kind of a, a, a tangent in this. Mm-hmm. But uh, as my big um, splash, I love uh, Power Swan. Power Stone Swan. Power Stone Swan is a good <laughs> option. She... She puts the fear into the heart of your opponent. Not only that, but <clears throat> she can be kind of squishy if they don't roll a bunch of wilds. Yeah. But the time where they do roll a couple wilds, and you also have a disruption field mm-hmm. where they can you can re-roll two dice, and then one of those dice re-rolls into a wild, and she just deletes the wild. Yeah. Um, makes her makes her super tanky. She also has that kind of uh, consistency where. You have the throws, you have the auto incinerate, you have the pushes. Um, so even if you don't, you know, roll the damage lotto, you probably still get some benefit out of her. Um, and that's kind of how I like to build my list. I like to have, you know, as somebody that likes to play aggressively and, and damage focused, I know that sometimes you guys just don't work. Yeah. And so having people that are incidentally helping you control stuff also mm-hmm. is kind of uh, kind of important. Yeah, Power Swan is is a good option, especially since we don't have a five threat yet, and I think that is a solid five threat pull. Yeah, um, she's uh, she's she's and she's not the best into uh, um, like some of the bigger characters, mm-hmm. but when she gets when you can protect her from like a, a Malkath or a Hulk or somebody, mm-hmm. and then she gets to go into them. It's gonna be good, <laughs> like almost always. Like they, he's gonna just do a ton of damage, and uh, you know, she with the with the charge, 
and the fact that she can force you to re-roll some of your dice uh, um, is if they have to they can't just ignore her they yeah. have to pay attention and be aware of her uh-huh. she also has uh, four physical and four energy which I think you need to have at least one character who can be really good at uh, pay to flip. Pay to flip. And she's good at both because she has a bunch of power and charge and fours and fours. Yep. So, uh, <clears throat> I have to I have to do my obligatory mention of my favorite model in the game, Agent Widow. Not sure if this is the place for her, but I do love her dearly. Yeah i I was looking at her the other day. I, I think that her, as the game has gotten wider. Because I still remember when I first started playing, I started playing right when Wakanda first came out. Yeah. And there wasn't a whole lot of conditions. And then as the game has progressed, they've been adding more and more conditions, um, including just straight up new conditions like yeah. root judgment and, mm-hmm. you know, hex and incinerate and whatnot. Yep. Um, <clears throat> but just the fact that, you know, there's so many other ways to, to hand out conditions. I do think that that her stocks are going up just from the her spender that lets her add extra dice yeah. for the condition we have. I think that's uh, I think that's getting a little bit better. Uh, and especially uh, of taxes cards, I've been yeah. looking at uh, um, kicking when they're down. down. Uh, yeah. The best art in all of Marvel Crisis Protocol. <laughs> yeah, yeah it is good. Kingpin throwing stripper money at Daredevil. Yeah, um, it's. It's it's pretty amazing. I also think people continually underrate interrogate as an ability. Yeah, um, I think because it I I don't I'm not really familiar with it. But doesn't it cost? Does it cost two or three? Three. But yeah, so I can see how that would be. You have to like move to somebody and then pay three. I can see why it probably doesn't get the respect that it needs. But I also think that as a long term. Uh, Usurp the throne player. Anytime you get uh-huh. victory points outside of the end of the game, or just just extra outside yeah. of the scenario, is is always strong. So well, and it's also uh, because of her automatic pistols, because she gets the she gets automatic rapid fire. She gets a start of turn power plus a single attack gets her that three power to do interrogate. Uh, yeah, and if there's somebody already dazed, and you just walk over right and, over them. And, yep. Um, yeah, yeah. Another character I love, and I think, like, if we're doing, because like we're already giving out conditions with a couple of our characters, um, and Groot does have that route. If if we want to go the full condition angle, Crystal is such a good character. Yeah, she. I I have uh, <laughs> I've I've hated and loved Crystal. Uh, in the last couple months, I, you know, as, as an Inhumans player, yes. I feel like she, she doesn't, she doesn't really belong. She doesn't fit with them. Um, I, I can never make her work in Inhumans, but then I started running a force and a force crystal is amazing. Um, uh-huh. I... and I think, uh, cause she can do like the special delivery and she gets the power to do her third attack. And yeah. like she, she, she shines in a force for sure. Uh, I played her as a splashing amazing spider, uh, amazing uh, Spider-Man leadership, and she's okay. great there because giving out slow on an attack, then getting to displace them, and then getting to slow them again. 
So good. Yep. For sure. I can see that. Um, I don't, yeah, I guess we could, she might fit. I would probably like Widow better than, than Crystal. Very fair. Um, and I don't think either of them are necessarily amazing options. Yeah. Um, like we could always go with our standard tanky characters, which are, uh, either Lizard or Luke Cage. Yeah, I think, uh. I've been playing a lot of Beast. I think when it comes to like a three threat, yeah. medium move, medium base, I've been really enjoying uh, Beast a lot. But I think having two characters that have two energy defense is probably not the way to go. And yeah. I'll probably go over that. Yeah. Especially because uh, with his um, monkey brain, it kind of goes back to how I like to build my list where even if you don't do any damage, you're still going to push everybody. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of how I like to, to build my roster. Uh-huh. And he has healing factor and damage reduction, which just gives him so much survivability. Yeah, it does. It 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 can kind of be um, a little much. Yes. <laughs> Especially if, if I've I've watched the the light dim in my opponent's eyes before when they've been made a, a couple attacks into um, you know Proxima or or even. A red guardian when he's you know raising his shield and counting blanks and then disruption field is re-rolling two of their dice and then they do this great roll and then they end up doing zero damage and they're just like oh okay yeah <laughs> so that moves us to crises oh the hardest part of a winter guard list uh-huh i am definitely a firm believer that i think they are the number two on superpowered scoundrels and considering we have not seen a lot of Kingpin recently, at least for me, uh, I, I'm willing to put it into a list. So I actually have it in a list now, but I didn't think it was... Um, I didn't think they were that good. Why do you think that they're two? Um, it play, so it's... Um, they have enough control, uh, incidental control, to take control of the centerpiece... Okay. And they have to move into your threat range in order to be effective into you just because of the combination between all of the defensive tech of Winterguard and cover means you basically never take damage from outside of contesting. Okay, yeah. And so okay. it's, it's a way to force your opponent to move into you. Yeah, I can see that. Which is um, exactly what the Winterguard want. <laughs> yeah, walk into the meat grinder, please. Exactly. Yeah, I could see that. Um, <clears throat> you could definitely. Uh, the only uh, <clears throat> the only problem I have with it is uh, we don't hit very hard either. Mm -hmm. um, so if, if we're the ones that we have to come forward, like if they have an extract advantage, uh, you know, getting cover while we're trying to beam them doesn't really feel that great. But I guess if you're running. <laughs> Taskmaster and um, Red Guardian, Guardian you're going to shoot for that uh, quasi uh, rapid fire and just try and throw as many shields as possible and just and ignore cover. Yeah. Or also it is um, if you're running the ninjas, you can get that early extract advantage uh, in a way that people don't necessarily expect on the asymmetrical extracts. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I could see that. 
I think uh, I think that's probably a, a solid plan, especially with uh, um, you know, you can have Groot and uh, Dynamo in the middle, just yeah. kind of do a Groot and Dynamo things, and then all of your other characters can uh, rotate around. Mm-hmm. All your fast characters like Proxima or um, Guardian, yeah, who's not technically fast but has range four, so. Uh-huh. <clears throat> uh, the other one that I love. Mostly because it's hysterical, and I think they are surprisingly good on these. Um, is Cosmic Invasion? Do you do you think they're good because of uh, Winter Rush, or because they can sometimes ignore the push and get free power? Uh, both. 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 Okay. <laughs> I guess that, that makes sense. Yeah, I I, uh, I run it. Uh-huh. Um, but I also. Um, <clears throat> I kind of like um, flank denial. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of times I'll play uh, where I just put a bunch of people in the middle because with uh, with um, Proxima being a long mover and Black Swan having a move and then a charge, yeah. you can kind of go to any side that you need to fairly quickly, mm-hmm. uh, especially early in the game. And uh, I think the... Uh, <clears throat> being able to like fake one way and then just not go that way and just fight for the other, mm-hmm. uh, so your side and then both home points is, is kind of a, kind of how I like to play it. Yep. But it always feels great when you get two free power and then roll a shield and you don't get pushed off the point. Yep. No, it's so satisfying. Yeah. And um, there's not a lot of teams that like that mission. Yeah. So it's not like we're, running into a bunch of people that are trying to, they're better than us at, at cosmic portals. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what is your, what, what do you think is their third? <clears throat> so I have a couple different lists that I really like with them. Um, I really think that at the end of the day, you can't go wrong with just demons downtown. I think it's a safe option. Uh, Anybody that can force people to line up, give them incinerate so your dynamo beams hit harder um, uh, is never a bad thing, especially because with the leadership, we can kind of remove the drawback from having Demas downtown. Yeah, I can definitely Um, see that. I think that normally you're going to want to go with dynamo early in the turn, and he's probably going to be on your middle point. Um, He's going to want to do his beams as much as possible, as early as possible, where they can't space out. Um, and so he's got to clear that incinerate off the top anyways, and, uh, get some beams in get some shocks in. And then, uh, hopefully if you get enough shocks out, it will, when they do attack your, uh, characters that are incinerated that haven't activated yet, hopefully they won't do as much damage because they're rolling one less die. Uh, It tends to kind of be like a slow snowball effect. Yeah. For sure. I can definitely see that. So let's get that in there. Now comes to the harder conversation of extracts. <clears throat> yeah, I I tend to always run Montesi. Yeah. Um, I think, especially if we're adding uh, Electro with the ninjas, who can grab the middle one yep. with priority. You can just walk up, grab it, and throw it back. Uh, seems pretty good to me. Uh, I think um, they don't really have a whole lot of crazy synergy with them like i know a lot of characters you know like 
everyone loves giving a book to like Black Panther, or, you know, Juggernaut who can or Red Skull you know, Cabal. Kind of yeah, who can who can manipulate that uh, that beam, mm-hmm. um, and they don't really have anything that can do that per se, but they. They do love a small, a slower, grindier uh, game. Yeah, um, and that kind of contributes to it. And they don't, you know, I don't really know how to word it, but they don't, they don't mind the beams because you also have beams. Yes. And so if they're going to be trying to get in the middle on like a demons or a gamma or, or a researcher and trying to to maximize that beam, you're going to have one more beam than most people. So. Yeah. You could take it and then give it back. Um, as for something that specifically works with Groot, and I think is actually really solid with Groot, uh, Struggle for the Cube. Yes, yeah, Struggle for the Cube is super good with Groot. Yeah. Um, especially if you can give Groot one of the cubes via um, the ninja. Ninjas. Yep. So he can get two in one turn. Uh-huh. Um, is uh, is always the best way to go for sure. Yeah. So I definitely. And then his, his uh, tactics card uh, goes a long way into uh, mitigating the drawback for the yep. for the mission. For sure, I think I think Cube is a very good call with him. Um, I I still maintain that Sabretooth is the best Cube carrier in the game. <laughs> yeah, I I I tend to run a lot whenever i run cubes i either run um x23 or juggernaut for the most part uh if i'm trying to to build like a cubes list uh-huh. but um i could definitely see Sabretooth being pretty good at it he is the only long moving healing factor character yeah i just wish he had healing factor too well that's we're getting the... a new version of him soon yeah i hope i hope that's what what he gets. I, I still think he's I still think he's solid. I think he's a solid B tier character that does not get enough respect. <laughs> yeah. I uh I I ran that uh right before the standard rotation where um uh Dizzard was running that uh clapback squad yes. with the Ronin, Sabretooth, Winter Soldier. Seeing Red um, yeah, thing red. I ran a lot of Sabretooth, and he does he does really good. Um, my people... shining moment was I did a counterattack and one shot uh, Corvus. So, <laughs> so uh, I did. Uh, so I was watching a game. Um, it was a teaching game, but it was one person playing X Force with it was like Cable, Deadpool, Sabretooth, and Omega Red. Yeah. Uh, versus an Avengers with a Hulk. Hulk decided to punch Sabretooth, uh, did one damage, Sabretooth clapped back for like five, uh, yeah. was at max power, he went next, uh, and then double uh, spended to kill Hulk in one turn. Yeah. Well, he's definitely a, a, a dice slot machine. Yeah. You just kind of roll him out there and uh, sometimes you uh, you go home a winner. Yes. But he's also size three with aggressive, which really limits the opponent's options to get him off a point. Yeah, and he's fast. I, yeah. I wish, I wish he had uh, Gamora's pounce, but that's a different story. I think putting that on a size three character is very dangerous, and they only get away with it on Green Goblin because it's only on his flip side. Yeah, and he has five hit points. Yeah. Um, what is the third extract you want to look at? 
Um, I I tend to run uh, one of two things. Um, I either run um, uh, scrolls or research station, which I know no one really likes either one of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like uh, <clears throat> research station because it, it, it kind of fits into the um, scoundrels yeah. mentality. Where you, they have to walk into you where you have your overlapping layers of defense. Yep. Um, you do have to be careful if you pull up on a, a Thanos or, or somebody like that or a web warriors that has all the control in the world. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to be in for a, a tough fight, but I think that I guess a lot of people, um, you can do pretty good. Um, especially because we have a lot of big bases. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, Dyn- uh, Dynamo, Groot, um, uh, Omega, if you're running them. Yeah. Or, but the the air, ninjas. The ninjas. You can kind of like crowd the, the secure. Yeah. To where if they can't throw every one of your characters every turn, you move them up there, you end up like blocking them off from yeah. just the, the amount of giant bases you can put down. Uh-huh. And that, that has, that's something that people don't really talk about when uh-huh. they talk about stuff like that. But like actually body blocking is such a huge part of competitive. Uh, yeah. Uh, winning strategies of like making it so that they can't walk to a point or, you know, like a, a kingpin or, you know, uh, a Groot. You have to be careful with Groot when you yep. double move to the middle that they didn't just put somebody in front of you where you can't or literally can't make it to the point. And uh, I think in between the the layers of defense and our medium base, a uh, ton of medium bases, yeah. um, uh, I think Research Station does pretty good. Especially because you can come by later in the round um, with Dark Star and put somebody back on it if they've been thrown off. Uh-huh. And Red Guardian just is so condi- uh, consistent at getting people off points. Yeah, he he really does a good thing. Uh, one thing I will um, give a warning out to uh, to newer Winter Guard players is that your leadership doesn't work on the research station, so be careful. I I thought it did for a while, and I realized it. Not not securing an objective, but it's a capital S secure. Yeah. So it doesn't work on securing extracts, only securing secures. Yep. Um, so that's something that kind of kind of slips by some people. Um, but yeah. yeah, I still think it's it's worth it, um, especially if you um, want to be doing that beam. Uh, beam city shenanigans. Clumped up. Uh, um mentality or play style um they they tend to excel at that so um and you also brought up scrolls yeah uh scrolls are so i like scrolls as the single extract because um it makes the opponent move slow Uh and we're not super fast in the first place so getting somebody uh you know um uh, alien ship, and then let him just like double move long away is just auto. Well, they can't double move long away. Alien ship, they oh. only get one move action. Oh, okay, yeah. Which so. I tend to prefer alien ship, uh, just personally, because uh, if an Angela or an Amazing Peter find it first action, they are suddenly stranded in the middle of the board with nothing to do. Yeah. Uh, and you can kidnap them real easily. Yeah, I can see that. Um, they we probably. Liked the twenty threat better than seventeen, 
but uh I think we still like 17 and it would give us a 17 force. Yeah. Which so. I don't think we mind super heavily. No. So, e- either way is good. Yeah. Um I think uh I think that's kind of up to up to, to personal, personal taste. Yeah. Well, what is our personal taste today? Because you are the guest. Um, I think we're gonna go with uh, scrolls. Cool. Yeah, I think uh, there's enough in the in the event that you do get the scroll. It can be very hard to get from us if they don't have a uh, a voodoo or a black cat. Yep. Because we're so so defensive. Mm-hmm. Um, and for some reason, everyone's bored of playing those guys, so you don't see them as much as they used to. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I think everyone thinks that everyone should be playing spiders and cubes, so no one's bringing voodoo, which means that if you go against the grain, go back to single um, extracts, then you you kind of reverse the the trend, yep. and you go back to being okay at them. The, the ebb and flow of meta. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So now all that's left is tactic cards. Yeah, that's the hard one. Yes. Uh, I think we get both affiliated cards in. I think they're both great. Yes. I, uh, I've i had less success with Winter Rush, but I do get that it is a, it is a strong card, especially if we're running um, Cosmic Portals. Yeah. Um, anytime you have a D or a B, you kind of want it... Uh-huh. Um, just to be able to help shift you some of your slower guys from point to point. Yeah, but Sovereign Strike is so good. Sovereign Strike is probably my favorite Winter Guard card. Um, I think it has so many uses. Uh-huh. Um, I've literally blown up stuff just so I can get line of sight. I've used it as a um, brace for impact from Wish. Yep. Where if they have a Angela or a... Magneto that's going to throw a size four train at you. You just blow it up, whether you do damage or not. You just yep. stop them from whipping it into one of your your weaker characters, like Darkstar. Uh-huh. Um, and, and then, of course, every once in a while, they forget about it later in the game, and they stack two or three people around a point, and you can just hit a bunch of people and do a bunch of damage. Well, the thing I've used it most commonly for is uh, Bale uh, spends someone. Leaves them on one or two HP, and then just went uh, after throwing them into a piece of terrain, and then just sovereign strikes the terrain as a kill confirm. Yes, uh, it works great with uh, a handful of people like that. Um, uh-huh. Red Guardian and, and Bear both. Yep. Red Guardian is where I normally do that because he can just you don't have to use the spender. You can just attack somebody and just auto push them backwards into a, a backstop that they think they're stopping you, and then you just blow it up. Yep. No, it <laughs> is. The more I have played with it, the better it gets. Yeah, it. Uh, I've 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 taken it probably a hundred percent of the time that I've run Winter Guard, yeah. and I don't I've ever left it on the table and not been played. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then uh, uh, I think we are obviously getting We Are Groot in here. Absolutely. Um, We Are Groot is mostly the reason why you run. Groot, especially in a defensive list like yeah. this, um, where you will be taking chip damage because you will be hopefully, in, in theory, <laughs> big air quotes, negating a lot of their spikes between um, Disruption Field and uh, Guardians shield raising and Dark uh-huh. Stars 
which I try not to use her uh, defensive buff because I think the teleport's so much better. But, but sometimes uh, it is exactly what you need. Uh, I think it is, especially when they're trying to push you yeah. and you don't want to rely on the leadership. You can just be like, okay, I'm just going to use it to force uh-huh. you to reevaluate your situation. Because a lot of people forget that it does that. And uh, yeah. they're like, okay, well, I'll just hope you don't roll a, a grit wild or shield and push you off. And then you're like, well, you don't get to push me at all if yeah. I do this. So, um, but yeah, I think, uh, <clears throat> I think we are Groot is probably, um, especially considering we're running um, clumpy scenarios like demons yeah. and, even though Scoundrels isn't super, I mean, I'm, it's a five point secure, yeah. but it tends to eventually devolve into a scrum and around the middle point while yeah. while forcing two of the sides. And uh, that, if you could put Groot near the middle and, and hit the sides with the range four yeah. um, on the heel, so it'll it'll help the people who are fighting in other points. Um. So. And then I think we absolutely get Combat Keeper in here. Yeah, there's uh, there's literally no downside to taking Combat Keeper. Because yeah. you're going to want to take Red Guardian almost uh-huh. every take- game anyway. For sure. Um, are we getting Dark Earth card? What is it called? It's called Dark Aura Manifestation. And yes, I do like it. Very fair. I think there's, you know, if you wanted to be a more um, less fun and out-of-the-box thinker running uh, Rocket instead of Toad, um, you definitely definitely take it because uh, doing the minus one... For the uh, Deadly Duo turn? You Deadly Duo um, is is a lot of fun. And then you, you know, before, when when I made my list... Follow me was not restricted because then you would deadly duo follow me into dark or dynamo and double beam whoever's yeah. left. Um, but that's obviously a different different time now because follow me is not restricted and I probably would not take it with winter guard. Um, um I have been c- considering. I haven't gone to put it on the table c- just because I've been in the winter guard hole. But playing Darkstar in Guardian seems really good. Yeah. Um, Darkstar is one of those characters where if you choose later on to dual affiliate, um, Winter Guard with somebody else, yeah. um, she shines in so many different places where in Winter Guard, she's probably your weaker of the four. Yeah. Um, not, not to say that she's not playable. She's perfectly fine. Like anybody that has a range for energy attack just as a standard is going to be okay. Um, but, uh. Like I've run her in so many different places, just trying to find like a good splash, and she shines in so many yeah. places. Like, mm-hmm. like Red Skull Cabal, yeah. she's amazing. Um, a Force, where she can get free power when somebody attacks She Hulk, and then she can teleport She Hulk around. Yep. Um, you know, run her in, in Brotherhood and using her to teleport Magneto and getting power from Train being is uh, she's she's really good. Um, she enables a lot of uh smoothing out the edges when you do affiliate because she's one of those characters that will fit into a lot of different affiliations. Yep. Um, especially with her card. Cause if you, you want to see, you know, pain, you can run her in guardians and <laughs> use her card and they have, you know, you have rocket and uh, star Lord and 
Nebula and then you know Dark Star all do energy Ronin. damage. Ronin. Yeah, Ronin. It can uh, it definitely can help out. Um, yeah. But in, even in this, just you know, just on the few times that you pull uh, demons and they've got two people that are incinerated and you put a double beam with Dynamo, you pretty much daze two or three guys. Uh-huh. Minus two defense, um, shooting twice. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll put a lot of hurt on people. Um, and then the drawback is, you know, every that's kind of uh, part and parcel for Winter Guard. Yeah, it's one of their cards. Hurts them in some way, mm-hmm. um, you know, because Soviet reasons, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but uh, if you if you get to where you can you can look at their team and know, like, okay, he's running a bunch of energy attacks. I probably don't want to run yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the event that they have one, maybe two energy attackers, if they don't activate them immediately, which they might not want to because priority reasons or you yeah, know, you just want look them. Well, not only that, but when she, you can go with her, and then you can, she can teleport herself backwards yep. and remove m- remove most of the aura away, so it doesn't hurt anybody. Yep. Um, and so there's there's ways to play around it. Um, a card that I have been playing in every list since standard, and I think is people are still catching up on is mission objective. Yeah, um, I think it's kind of uh, required if you're running uh, a single extract. So, and I, I think it's very good on multi extract too. Um, yeah, I mean, if you're, I think it's it would be bad if you somehow couldn't get the uneven number, but you had an extra cube, you could just hand the cube to Groot and let him just sit in the back and heal up yep. and score, score you three points, hold two cubes and, and a secure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think it it serves multiple purposes, and. uh there's another card that I've been uh, putting in almost every one of my lists, and that is uh, Escort to Safety. That is a very good card. Because it can be online turn one. Yep. And in the world where we live in, where there is a, uh, a turn one danger kitten flying at us, mm-hmm. being able to move up to the middle um, and grab an extract if they don't immediately move Malketh, which they normally don't because they want to not subject him to a whole round of attacks. They normally tend to go later. You can move with the dark or dynamo forward and then generate two power and be in range to pull somebody backwards. Yep. They don't, uh, they don't prepare for it or. Yep. That is, so, that is a very good call. Yeah. That's really solid. Yeah. So it, it's a lot of people don't there. They think of it as a later in the, in the round cost three, but you can just straight up pay for it with dynamo on turn one. Yep. If you need to. Uh, what are your uh, restricted cards? Um, so I run a lot of Brace for Impact. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's no one thinks that it's a bad card. Yeah, it's a it's it's pretty pretty standard. Um, I was running a lot of uh, advanced R and D and D. Um, I think that it enables. Some fun stuff. The, yeah. Um, but that was more towards like the uh, Winter Soldier route, and not the Taskmaster route. Because um, yeah. I do like getting uh, the bear a turn one charge and Dark Star to be able to move, shoot, have three power, and then teleport somebody forward. Um, yeah. 
uh, normally the bear who can then charge and do two attacks on turn one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, uh, I think you can kind of go with whatever. I think this is another one of the uh, the audibles where you yeah. can kind of fit in what you want. Um, I, I I do think follow me is a strong. We don't get as much benefit as as a lot of affiliations that want to run it because we're not going to run super narrow. We're always going to be around that four or five mark, not the, not threes. Um, Um, I think sacrifice is a really good call with them. I I do like sacrifice a lot. Um, It's just another layer of spreading the damage around Uh where you can hopefully keep them alive and then Groot can do his guard and, and heal everybody back up. Well, and it's also, uh, it cannot modify its defense dice, but you can still modify your opponents with the defensive matrix. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and you, you can, can modify still... the device, just not yours. Yeah, <laughs> and you can still count blinks with Red Guardian. Yep. So I I think that is a surprisingly solid card for them. Yeah, uh, I I do like it a lot. Um, I think uh, that was my uh, my go um, card for a long time. It uh, it's gotta be careful running it into um the big danger kitten, yeah, because it, it ends up just uh kind of killing two people instead of one because <laughs> he's probably gonna just you know attack the other person that didn't get sacrificed again. But uh, it can in in a perfect world it will help you spread out um yeah. who's getting attacked and and where the damage is going, and that's that's what we want. We want to spread out that damage as much as possible. Yeah, so I, I would put that as our call for this yeah. list. Especially with Groot, who can heal himself up afterwards. Yeah. That leaves us one tactic card left. So I have a Texas card that I really enjoy, and it's kind of... It, it stems from my, my love of the bear more than anything, but it will work. I think it will double down as a, a benefit with Groot. And that is uh, no matter the cost. No matter the cost. Oh, I love this card. I think this card is massively underrated. I think uh, turn two, you can just uh, walk up no matter the cost for three with Groot and rocket punch somebody into outer space. Yep. And, and uh, attack somebody else. And if you get lucky and get a couple power, you can heal, heal up some of that damage. Mm-hmm. Um, it works really well with Ursa. Um, yep. Sometimes that five dice builder just doesn't build. And you really need to uh, make that attack. And if it doesn't build, then you just no matter the cost, the spender, yep. stagger their big guy, throw him away. Um, it works um, not as well with uh, some of the other people, but I imagine if you last ditch effort needed to no matter the cost and impale, you probably uh, do some damage with Electra. Yeah, you're not going to complain about that. Yeah, if, it, I, if it comes down to, I need to kill this person or I'm going to lose, you can definitely yeah. turn and impale for, oh, what is it, 8, 9, 10 damage. It's a lot. Yeah, uh, up to 10 dice and a medium move, and the crits don't count or explode. Yeah, so that sounds like a fun time to me. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's a full roster for us. Yeah, I think... Uh, I think anybody that gives that a shot will uh, will have some fun. Yeah, so our roster currently is Groot, Crimson Dynamo, Darkstar, Ursa Major, Red Guardian, Electra, Proxima Midnight, Toad, Powers, Black Swan, and Lizard. 
Yep. Are the ten characters we have: Sovereign Strike, Winter's Watch, We Are Groot, Combat Keeper, Dark Aura Manifestation, Mission Objective, Escort to Safety, Brace for Impact, Sacrifice, and No Matter the Cost. Then for Secures, we have Superpowered Scoundrels form Sinister Syndicate, Cosmic Invasion, Black Order descends on Earth, and Demons Downtown has our comeuppance come due. Then for Extracts, Mon- the Montesi formula found, Struggle for the Cube continues, and Scrolls infiltrate world leadership. Yeah. That I seems like, that. like a very fun list. Yeah. I think, uh, I think, I think that Groot can definitely be the glue that will hold a, a good winter uh, roster together. Yes. Um, that root, because I think that root is, uh, like you like you mentioned, it's it's a really strong ability against a lot of people. And it's another layer of that, like, uh, that soft control that Winter Guard specializes in. Yeah. Um, just being like, okay, you're, all your attacks are going to be a little weaker than you are used to. And now all your powers are going to be a little bit more expensive than you're used to. And when we get chip damage, we're going to heal up a little bit more than, we, than you were expecting. Yep. I think... Uh, I think that's gonna definitely help people or help uh, Winter Guard kind of uh, smooth out some of their rough edges sometimes. Yep, for sure. Um, and Winter Guard is, I think, such a versatile affiliation that I love just putting anybody and everybody in there. <laughs> yes, I uh, I can't recommend doing that more to yeah. people that are just like I don't know what I want to play today. I'm like, you should play Winter Guard and any weird character that you want to put in there yeah. because like you could do so many like fun things with them. Oh, um yeah. especially when it comes down to like that mid range tall list where you want like three or four Winter Guard and then like a big guy like a a five, six point yeah. person. Um it's so much fun. Uh I ran like a really heavy Involved team with like uh, um, Iron Man or Proxima or um, Black Dwarf. I love Black Dwarf in yeah. Winter Guard. He's so good. Um, I, I happen to love all of uh, Black Order except for Corvus. So I've tried most of them in uh, Winter okay. Guard. Um, but yeah, they uh, Black Dwarf is another character that really doubles down on that soft control. Yeah, because he can throw size four and he's got a range three stagger. Um, oh, yeah. And like having him protecting uh, Ursa so they can both just like triple or quadruple stagger a team if they have enough power is just, it's, it's something to, it's a sight to see. Yeah. For sure. It is. <sighs> they are such an interesting and, un- and slept on affiliation. Yeah. Um, I, there's, and on a non group, uh, related uh, tangent there's a uh, i kind of been running a uh, um i don't even know how to word it kind of like a uh, um not not necessarily a trap house type okay. list but uh something similar where i run uh base control um, yeah yeah definitely but i run like omega red and like bullseye um yep. where they can do auto damage uh-huh. and then we'll with Red Guardian and Ursa, who can throw almost every turn, yeah. uh, you can get a lot of you know incidental damage, like just the auto one damage from the collisions, and then yep. you know, Sovereign Strike for two damage, and Omega Red for two damage on his poison aura, and then 
finish whoever's off with bullseye um it's uh, been a lot of fun also over and looking at uh, putting magneto in as my big big bad splash because yeah. he kind of all the boxes he's got uh damage control he's tanky he throws terrain which they don't really have a lot of options other than sovereign strike yeah you're not normally going to throw with the bear you're going to stunder most of the time um but he also can like start of the turn drop a construct right next to two or three other people and then sovereign strike it and uh that's that's always fun too yeah for sure it's it's there's like limitless possibilities in winter god yeah i definitely i put them up there with guardians as like the uh the, one of the, like their identity is kind of like a shell yeah where <clears throat> their leadership and their tactics cards are basically uh polishers they just make whoever you put in there just shine a little bit more yep and um i think you can kind of go crazy with it and add in people that you wouldn't normally see like group you uh-huh. know, or you yeah. know black dwarf who's a personal favorite of mine or you know yeah i've like been that. playing a lot of black dwarf and shield because giving black dwarf aggressive is hysterical <laughs> yeah and now i'm taunting you yes <laughs> He will just yeah. take over a side of the table. Yeah, and when he flips over and he's got, they're like, he's got how much hit points on the backside? Eight? Yeah. With damage reduction? What? <laughs> like, chew on that, Shadowlands Daredevil. Yep. So, yes, uh, thank you very much for coming on. If people wanted to reach out to you, where could they find you? I am a Discord junkie. I think I'm in almost all. You can just look me up as Big Blake. I... Take part in the TTS League. I'm in most of the uh, public discords. I'm always open to discussing random list options, especially with my boys, the Winter Guards. Um, but any anybody that, you know, I, I kind of uh, was uh, running a lot of narrow Wakanda um, last season. So a lot of people reached out to me about making weird Thanos lists and, uh, you know, if anybody wants to talk about that type of stuff, I'm always open to chit chat. Yeah. And now you are in the Morlocks discord. All right. Uh, where we have weird conversations about TV movies, uh, different rosters. Uh, you get to see my custom projects where I am working on a versus Capcom expansion for Marvel crisis protocol. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. Yes. No, I, I'm super excited by some of the designs just cause I think the design space is cool. Absolutely. Um, and I used to play a ton of that when I was younger. Oh, yeah. I, I still occasionally pull out MVC3. Yeah. You can get access to the Morlocks Discord by joining the Patreon at patreon.com slash White, where you also get wonderful bonus episodes of uh, me and different people from around talking about TV, movies, video games. Stuff like that. The stuff that I can't normally talk about on the main channel. Um, so I recently sat down with Mandalorian Orange and did an episode on Bullet Train, the film from earlier this year. That is very good. And hopefully by the end of the month, I should have a Final Fantasy XIV Endwalker spoiler cast out there as well. Um, on top of that, uh, as I said, you get access to the Discord... Um, and you can help me figure out what I'm doing for my 100th episode, because we are coming up on that quickly. So yeah, that is, that is, 
something you can do. Uh, if you want to see me playing something completely different, come visit twitch.tv slash codabgames Saturday and Sunday mornings to see custom Arkham Horror the Card Game stuff. Uh, and also just uh, us talking through spoiler season of the new set because it's super exciting. We're almost there. So yes, uh, thank you very much for coming on. Thanks for having me. And keep experimenting, people. <laughs>